Welcome back to the COG Weekly Podcast, Season 4, Episode 6. Six indeed. I'm so excited to be back. I don't know about you, but I, I really like these Zooms. I feel like they fit do, the yeah. vibe that we're going for right now, which is pretty nice. We just said goodbye technically this morning for anyone wondering it's who's true. listening. So we are now, like, I'm not moved out yet, but we are leaving technically to go off on our own and we'll continue doing the podcast, but we'll, doing, we'll be doing it remotely from now on until we come back into the studio. We have some pretty cool stuff prepared that we're in, like putting in the works for when we come back to the studio for periodic breaks, but look forward to more of this sort of template uh, coming to you guys weekly throughout you know the entirety of the next nine months with occasional breaks in between. Dude, the packing has been horrendous. Really? Like, it's I'm so not looking bad. forward to it. No, dude, it's yeah. so bad. I do not like it. Like I'm turning around right now and looking in my room. I have like like seven different bags just filled with stuff and I don't even know what's in half of them because like I can't keep uh, track. It is so yeah. so tough. Like, That's the I, best though cuz you're driving so you can pack as much as you want really. Are you going to fly? No, I'm driving as well. Oh, you are? Okay. Yeah. But you're not bringing a car. Uh my sister will have a car. Oh, so you're gonna go yes. down with her. That's class. Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. a really good that's a really good move right there. Yeah. Um, but yeah, dude, like the the car makes a big difference because I can bring like all of my stuff, but it's still annoying. But it'll be it's nice cheaper to too. You know, it will. It'll be nice to get settled in, you know, get everything like put away. And you know that feeling like when you move into a new place or like when you get into a new routine and you're just like looking forward to figuring out your new routine. I'm assuming some of the listeners know that as well, and I'm looking forward to getting into that. But they don't want to hear too much about my moving story right now. I'm sure that <laughs> I could bore them with that for another yeah. hour or so. But we do have a really special episode to bring you guys today. I made an Instagram post in about May that said, Swag 11 returning. <laughs> and dude, I am a prophet for knowing that it was coming back that early. Uh, yeah, I mean, at some point it had to. You were, no, just, dude. <laughs> you were spilling the beans a bit early there. Dude, I don't know why I posted that. <laughs> like, I, I remember I was sitting in the airport and I made that edit. And I was like, yeah, we're going to do it. And then we like never, ever did it. And I think we were planning originally to do it in a YouTube video. But yeah. it, did, it didn't really make sense. And we like doing it in the podcast more. Yeah. There's a lot to talk about with Swag 11. I mean, it's 11 players plus, as you guys will see later, a manager and a kit. So we have a lot of, of stuff to break down, but it's a super fun episode. For anyone who's new here or doesn't know about the Swag 11, we've done it once before. I think we did it last season in the beginning of season three. And it's a starting 11 of players that we feel like have a combined swag plus skill on the field that brings them into this team right they have swagger maybe off the field and how they dress how they act and then they have swagger on the field and how they play and they're also class players on the field you know it's those people that do well on the pitch and also do well in the clubs you you could say it that way they've they've got they've got the whole package so we've got all of those players coming up for you guys and we're just gonna start with the goalkeeper i think we should go back to front Yes. Yeah. So you want to go first well. with the goalkeeper, and just so uh, so everyone knows before we get into it, we are making two separate teams. So me and Mac will have each picked out our players, and we will be debating over them. We're not going to settle the debate. Maybe some of them will be the same, some of them will be different. 
And then once we complete our starting 11s, we're taking it to Instagram so that you guys can vote on the players that we have that are, you know, different. So if my right back's different than Max's right back, you can vote to see who is your favorite and the overall public will then decide who's in the overall Swag 11 and then we'll post the final Swag 11 on Instagram. So you guys do get a say in this as well. But without further ado, who is your goalkeeper? I went for the man... You know, he's a legend at this point, you know. Is he now? May- maybe not in the right way. I'm trying to think about for, who he is. Ooh, not in the right for way. US, for U.S. fans, personally. But, um, you know, dating all the way back to Brazil 2014, kind of cemented his name there. But I'm going with Guillermo Ochoa as my wow. goalkeeper. For the Swag 11. For the Swag 11. Let me tell you why. Okay, so, I'm, I'm open. I'm all ears to hear why. With goalkeepers, I found it difficult to uh, find one where I'm like, this guy has swag. He, he yeah, is yeah. a classy guy. Um, but, you know, you have to look at the headband. Um, no, I was about that, to say, the headband he, has he wears, to be the catch. He wears the thick headband, but then also has the curls. Dude, the, the locks juicy in the locks back. coming out Just, of the headband. You know, it's thick outrageous. locks, curls, perfectly groomed. Man is going to the barbershop. I, I, I yeah. actually stand correct. He's not even going to the barbershop. He's going to the salon three yes. times a week, minimum. minimum. This guy yes. has got beautiful hair. I like mean, 100%. From the way he plays to the way his hair looks, the headband, the accessories, he's got the full package that you want in a goalkeeper in your swag 11. He also I've shows gone up. with Ochoa. Dude, yes. he shows up big time. He is a big, big time games. player. Yeah. He's an absolute lad. Like, that's a really good shout. I have a different player than you for my goalkeeper. So okay. it will go to the Instagram. And to be honest, I'm kind of nervous about my player succeeding oh in the Instagram poll. Oh because, God. <laughs> well, my, the way that I went about this is I just went through Instagram and looked at all goalkeepers and like saw who had the best outfits when they were like rolling up to games. So nice. I was like, this, okay. is, this is the best way I can do it. So I, like about 30 minutes in, I found one. It's AC Milan's goalkeeper, Mike Mannion. I, oh, I apologize. Okay. I think it's Mannion. Mannion. That's, yeah, yeah, I think that's right. I'm not French, so I don't know the exact... I, dude, I always have pronunciation problems on the podcast. That's probably people's least favorite part about <laughs> my pronunciation <laughs> problems. It's yeah, horrendous. Yeah, maybe. But Mike Mannion, go to his Instagram. It's not actually his name, so like you're just going to have to find it some other way. Like I found it through a tagged picture. <laughs> but, dude, he's classy. When he showed up to the French national team camp, he was dripped out. It was so sick. Was so, it? Yeah, dude, it was class. Absolutely nice. class. Coming out of the G-Wagon as well. You just had to oh, respect wow. it. You oh, had wow. to respect it. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> so he, he yeah. earns my spot into the Swag 11. Hopefully that pitch enticed the crowd a little bit to maybe vote for him because I'd love for him to get in there. But I do respect the Ocho shout because of you know the headband it's just an iconic look by this time it's by, by this point it's so look. iconic yeah so exactly. I, you can't really go wrong with him you just can't I, i'd say Young might be a better goalkeeper overall yeah but that's not what we're judging come on big now. mike's a lad but come on it, out, people. it's it's about yeah. swagger it's not yeah. about the overall skill on it's the field. not at all so moving to yeah. the right back position now we have okay, right a lot of choices you know the prem often and English players specifically give you a lot of choices in this right back spot. And I think there's a lot of English right backs that have good swag. I'll start first on this one. Cause you went first yeah, on the yeah. last one. Go ahead. I think I'm giving the hints away a little bit right now. I chose an English player and the English player that I chose is Trent Alexander Arnold. 
Now, I do have to warn you, my left back is also a right back. So I basically chose two right backs, but we're allowing the wide players, like we're doing a 4-3-3, and we're allowing the wide players, uh, right back, left back, left wing, right wing, to be sort of interchangeable, um, depending on if they've played out there on the other side before. So yeah, my right back is Trent. He it speaks for himself. Classy player on the field. He looks good while he plays, you know, he's got the swagger. And overall... He's a class player as well. You know, you have to evaluate both. It's, are you, like, do you have swag? And then do you produce on the field? Do you have both? You earn your spot in Swag 11. If you don't do both, you might be on the bench of the Swag 11 or farther down in the picks, right, for the pull. But, you know what I mean? You got to perform on the field, and Trent has definitely performed on the field recently. I mean, one name comes to mind, Todd Cantwell, who... It might be tough to find him in either of our starting 11. That's why I texted you, actually, because I was thinking yeah. about it. So I, I, I texted Mag before the show, and I was like, are we going to do just top five leagues? And he was like, well, I have a player who's outside the top five leagues. Now I know who that is in Ochoa. But yeah. I did not choose Cantwell, so you don't have to worry. But I was like thinking, oh, I could go to Cantwell. I just don't think he deserves the spot Performances anymore. haven't been there. I don't no, think, they haven't. So, it's yeah. just, he has the swag, but it's not the performances we no, need. Yeah, exactly. So who's your but, right back? For me, um, I actually, this player also might be my play left back as well. I'm trying to remember. You might have to check me on this, but uh, it is a Premier League right back, well, full back, but uh, not English for me. Oh, interesting. He, he plays in probably. Wait, give me a, the club first. I'm going to try to guess it with the crowd. I'm going to try to guess okay, it. Okay. He is a non English Premier League full back from Manchester City. Jao Cancelo, who has many, many swag um, nominees. Nominees, you could say. I mean, I could, I could find many in that squad. You could, but the one that I think, uh, I, I'm just putting my guess in Jao Cancelo, and it's gonna be boring if I get it right. But I think that's it. It is Jao Cancelo. Yeah, look at that. There what it is. Player. I mean, he is. He was your uh, player of the year. He was. For the I, I, I take it back. I, I'm just gonna put it on there. <laughs> I take it back. Like whenever I look back at that yeah. post and I see. Max player of the year, Mohamed Salah. You swipe right. Leo's player of the year, Jao Cancelo. I just wanted to delete that post so yeah. bad. No. Gosh. I mean, it's style of play, isn't it? Nah, the it amount is. He's East class. He averages about three Travellas a game, which... There's you know, so many, many things that contribute to swag. Your hair, the way you wear your socks, the style of play, the skill moves you pull out, you know, the like celebrations. At, yeah. As a fullback, as a fullback, he's probably the most easy to watch player i mean oh my gosh, maybe yeah. trent as well but trent, trent's Can- up there but i think Cancello, trent offers the off the field more than Cancelo. Yeah. but Cancelo offers the on the field more so it's really just what you're weighing like heavier you know what i mean 100 percent. so that's why i went from him for him i think there's no one else in the fullback position that really comes close for me um but who is your should we go left back next yeah we'll go left we'll go outside backs first okay. and then we'll like work our way into the spine of the defense okay so my left back this was a player that you know he used to be a much bigger player you know on the scene of popularity he definitely had more swag back in the day just because a lot of people paid attention to him because he was a premier league player He's no longer in the Premier League, doesn't get featured as much as the media, so I think his swag rating by the public has gone down, but I don't think you can take away how much he puts into his appearance, his style, his clothes, the way he, he like you know carries himself on the field. You can't take that away from him, and it's Hector Bellerin. 
he he definitely has that swag. Now playing at Real Betis in La Liga, a man who had during COVID a podcast himself. So, you know, we're, we're wow. fellow podcast. He did. He okay. had a podcast himself during COVID where he would interview uh, different Premier League players. Obviously, he had a head start in how he got interviews because he yeah. was one himself. Yeah. But he did do a, a similar sort of setup. I, I would have bias if I tried to rank them, but so I won't. <laughs> but he did do that, and he yeah. earns himself a spot in the starting 11 of the Swag 11 for me in that left-back spot. Okay. I, you know what? I respect that a lot. I think I could even go as far as to say uh, I might switch my player out for him. Really? No way. I, I don't think he has a I'm, chance. I'm persuading you to the other side. Only because I don't, I don't think he'll have a chance with the audience. Um, oh, it's true. If they're up you against have to weigh each it. other. Yeah. So the player I went with, maybe a little bias, um, as I have met, met him in person uh, just recently. I, but, I'm, I know it now. Yeah. It is Ben Chilwell. Benjamin. I mean, it's, it's chilly. It's chilly it's here. Chili's a lad. And you have to respect, you can tell the story about him, but you have to respect how respectful he is to all of the fans and everything. He was. He went up to everyone for pictures, autographs. But it's not even that. I mean, you look at his Instagram, you look at all the match day fits. Even, does you he know, have the match day fits down? He, he does. Even he does? the off season, off season is really where he thrives. Really? You know, he's got, what is he, got, do? is he? Is he doing the Mykonos trip? You know, the Greece, the, the he islands. He can do that. It's versatility. He can do that. He can wow. also do streetwear. You know, he's got essentials. He's got... Through the streets you know, of London. Yep. It, he's, he's got, got, the got photographers everywhere. <laughs> he plans some. I mean, I think he's an underrated pick. Is this uh, professional for, photography? Or is this like friends got the iPhone? There's both. I think there's okay. both. He's versatile. Yeah. He does do photo shoots it all. as well. No, he... It's off the field is really where he's there. On the field, you know, he is quite the player as well. He's just been injured for a little bit. But I think it might be close. I think Hector Bellerin maybe has more of a reputation. I think you should leave player. it up to the fans. Yeah. I think yeah, you I, should. I don't I think agree. you should swap yeah. it. Yeah. I think there's a chance with Chile because he has the relevance of being in the Prem, right? He does. You're, you're going to have people who are just going to vote because of the, it's a player they know, they recognize especially people who have started following soccer or, or football, should I say, you know, after Hector Bellerin had sort of left the prime of his career at Arsenal, they would definitely choose Ben Chilwell. So, I mean, Hector Bellerin's a great shout, but I, I, I'm going to leave it up to the fans, right? We, we got it. So it, it, it's yeah. going to be interesting to see what they say. It does seem like with Bellerin, as his footballing, you know, form went down, his swag went up off the field i think i i would agree i was checking I out the instagram to, yeah. it's yep. it's definitely it's flying dude <laughs> he, he has got some really it's nice stuff thriving, on yes. dude, but like he's one of those people that like totally is just going to become an influencer after he's done like so, like yeah. model influencer he is like, at he, this point he, he yeah. could show up on love island hundred percent hundred percent and i like people who are listening probably have no idea what love island is if you don't though you should totally get checked in phenomenal yeah. TV I think Chillwell as well. I you mean, think Chilies could be he, on Love Island? I think he could easily be on Love Island. Really? There's, yes. You think he'd have the graft, though? I think so. Yeah? I think you he's think a, he's a nice charming line. young man. Yeah, charming think, young man. I think he's got, I think he's got, he's got, the, got graft. the He's got the cheeky, you know, he's yeah, a cheeky, cheeky lad. Side to him. Yeah. yeah. He's a lad's uh, lad, as they say. <laughs> he is a lad's lad. But we have to get to the center backs. We should do, we, we do. do. Should we just do the pair? Should we go? Let's go Let's go a pair. You got it first. I got, okay, so... I I did get a full Premier League backline, which I see. I don't like that. It was tough. I 
the rest of my team is definitely not there's you're only not, like you're not doing a hybrid right now no the rest of my team is like one or two more prem players but with my center back pairing i think if these two paired up in club they would probably be the best center back pairing in the world at the moment but wow you know the swag points though i think that's the what one, i'm confused no but they're there they're there so you gotta you gotta explain it to me so the one player that was a no-brainer for me in this whole team that I didn't even think twice was Virgil van Dyke. Interesting. He Interesting. is the swaggiest player, the calmest player, most composed on the field. You know, he's got the man bun. He's got it all. He, you know, he never looks flustered. <laughs> His play is so swaggy. I'm dying, bro. I don't even have... have, I'm just going to tell you right now. I don't have my team. (laughs) How do you not have Virgil van Dyke? When the words came out, the most swaggiest player in the Prem. He is. You said he has the most swag. I'm like, he's not even touching my lineup. No, he is for me. He is week in, week out. I I rate the man bun, but I don't see the swag. Like, I guess I do, but... In play style. You have to say in play style. Yeah, he's coordinated. Yeah. You know, he's got flow. <laughs> he is quite coordinated on the field, but no, it's it does like if you have a wonky running form, it's hard to be like no. He, he glides. He, he definitely he, he glides. glides. He's a gazelle. I think the the so Van Dyke. He's my captain for my really? team. Really, I'm just gonna put it out there. He, no one's touching him. You know, he's got a release clause of like 500 million. But he's the got that illegal release him, clause. Yeah, he does. <laughs> The player alongside him, known as the Rolls Royce of a center back, is Thiago Silva. Interesting. He's got a Dave song named after that, him. That does add to the swag. He, you know, he's just the coolest player. Uh, he's getting up there in age, which you know you might say, "Well, the swag, the swag affected by age," which is a question we could. No, it is true. About. We should dissect that. Is swag affected by age? I think it does, but at the same time. With my two center backs, I was looking at on the field, and I don't think there's two players more swaggy, more composed on the ball when defending in pressure situations than these two. So that's why I went with them. No, I rate that. I rate that. I would say that swag is definitely affected by age, which means that you have to adapt, right? You have to change your ways. Because if you're swaggy at one point in time, if you fast forward seven, eight, ten years to a point where you're much later in your career, all the style is going to have shifted. Everything's going to have shifted. You can't be the same player from before, and you can't carry that into the new era. And I think actually Thiago Silva's done a nice job of of you know con- continuing to grow his popularity. His move to the Premier League has obviously helped that. It's, it's helped as well, a hundred percent. And and the success that he's had in that Chelsea backline since that move. I also think that the quality of performances that he puts up for that Chelsea team at such an old age for football improves his swag rating because it's almost like he's doing something that seems nearly impossible, right? Yeah. So he's so old and he's still directing traffic like it's nothing for that back line. So I, I respect that a lot. I went with two players who are definitely younger in their career, two players mm-hmm. that are not in the Premier League. And, you know, I think they have a lot of swag. I don't know how it's going to, you know, compete with your players on the Instagram poll, but I really rate these players. And I think you're going to understand why I chose them. And I definitely think if you're looking at Swag 11 2026, these are two real contenders to be no brainers. 
Okay. So my left center back is Adair Militao. I think he's a fantastic center back. He brings the swag. If you look at his Instagram, he's got the fits. You don't, you don't like the swag on Adair Militao. Dude, he's got the Brazilian fan. flair. Not a huge fan. But no way. I can see it. Yeah. No chance. Okay, well, I, I respect the Adair Militao flair. He's got the Brazilian flair. You know? yes. he, he, he's got the baila, as they say. I actually mm-hmm. don't know if Portuguese for dance is the same. I was just talking with one of my friends who speaks Portuguese today, and he was teaching me a lot of Portuguese, but I, don't, I didn't ask him what baila is. But most of it's very similar, so I would assume baila is nearly the same. Yeah. Um, my right center back is not a player who speaks Portuguese. He speaks French, and he plays for Paris Saint-Germain, and his name mm, is that's a good Kim Bempe. Yeah. He is a fantastic center back. He's got the dyed hair, you know. Well, he did somewhat throughout this season have the dyed whites, you know, blonde yep. hair. He's definitely a swaggy player. He's got the fits. Like Mike, when he shows up to the camp for France, you know, all the French players do. It's, it seems to be a tradition. But it's when he shows up the to the It's probably the swaggiest national team. Oh my have. gosh, 100%. I would actually say Brazil is my second for swaggiest national team. Mm, but okay. my, my swaggiest national team would definitely be France. And Kim Pempe is ranking among the top in that France group for swag, in my opinion. So, I, I mean, I think it's a no-brainer for Kim Pempe. Maybe Adair Militao is a bit of a shout from left field. I don't know. The people are going to have to decide. But I do think he brings the swag. Whether you agree with it on the field or not, if you look at his off-the-field stuff, his Instagram, his socials, you know how he approaches the media, everything like that, 100%, I think he brings the swag. So it's up to the people to decide that. But I do think your players have a better shout, considering their Premier League more known. They've been around for a while, had phenomenal seasons this past year. So I, th- I think it, it's unfortunate for my guys, but I think that we're going to have trouble climbing I, the mountain. I like the Kimpempe pick. I, I have faith that that might one that one might pull through. I'm not sure about Militao. Who, who is your right center back versus left center back? Because <clears throat> this is a, a by chance, so we're going to see who Kimpempe is going against. Um, I'm going to go with right center back Thiago Silva, left center back Van Dyke. Yeah, so Van Dyke's going to wipe the floor under there. I'm pretty sure. I think so. <laughs> Which I respect. I, I respect. Yeah. I understand it. I didn't want to go Van Dyke. We picked yeah. him last season. I didn't want to go with him. We actually yeah. picked Van Dyke and Ramos last season. So yeah, Ramos yeah. has been booted. But um, yes. Van Dyke will probably retain the spot. Ken Pempe might be able to, to triumph over Tiago Silva. We'll have way. to see. 100%. Yep. We're going to move on to the three central midfielders. Now, you can sort of position this however you want. It doesn't really matter if they're a defensive mid or an attacking mid, right? It's, it's three players that can play in the midfield. If you have three attacking mids, who cares? I have a player that plays CDM center mid, attacking mid, and then two attacking mids. So at the end of the day, it, it's not a huge deal. But just so that people know, it's just players who play in the midfield. So do you mm-hmm. want to start giving us your... Do your two most defensive center mids okay. or your two like wide center mids and then we'll do the attacking center mid last okay you want me to go first or yeah you? you got it all right so i have two two straight vibes players you yeah know? i mean you expect these in the midfield though yeah like <laughs> it's just jogo benito all over <laughs> it's the it's absolute jogo benito i i went with one tiago i'm going with another Tiago Alcantara from Liverpool. He, now he does have the swag, though. He does. I mean, he just does. You know, I, we talked about Jao Cancelo with the Travellas. Tiago is right up there as well with averaging around probably five per game, just outside the foot passes everywhere. 
you know, I think his time at Liverpool has been been a bit up and down. But you think about his performances with Spain and with Bayern, and it's like, all right, this guy, he's just That's nice true. to watch. It's true. He's, like, he's just I, nice to watch. I, I like that pick. Yeah. I like that pick a lot. He's not in my team, but I really do like that pick. You are definitely leaning more towards style of play influencing swag than I am. I think yeah. that's pretty evident with our teams right now. Once so, it gets to the attackers, I, I went more with off field. Yeah. But yeah, so Tiago and then alongside him as not quite an attacking mid, but we have Paul Pogba, which is another one. I think I think that's our first it, it is. First. Okay. It's our first one that's not going to be debatable with the people, which is interesting because, right? But Paul I Pogba's, think it's fair. I think it, no, it's it fair. is. It's a hundred percent fair. He's a player who has absolute influence on the outside world, regardless of if he's playing on the pitch or not. I mean, if you watch the Pogmentary, you'll one hundred percent understand <laughs> that he literally didn't I mean, touch the he, field. He revolutionized the dab. No, you he know, did. No, he did. He I was just I people was just forget. Thinking people about forget. It. It. Cam yeah. Newton started the dab. But Paul Pogba revolutionized the dab. You know how it wasn't. Yeah. You know how important that word is. How influential that word is. He revolutionized it. Like he was. People, the dab was not in Europe until no, he, no, until he brought it. Pogba made the dab a worldwide. He, he sort of globalized event. the dab. He globalized the dab. Besides Dude. that, I mean, you don't. You have to take one look at any Instagram post of Paul Pogba, and you see a fit that is ten out of ten. No, and then true. you look on field and he's just five star skillers. He's oh just gosh. And But he's crazy. vibes. He's not quite the player you might want in your team. No, that's what I was gonna say. Like he literally a documentary was made about him, like yeah. highlighting his time at Manchester United. And yeah. they made him look like probably the best player in the world. And I think he played twenty percent of the games that he possibly could have. Yeah. It just doesn't matter. He's Paul Pogba. You know, like at the end of the day, he is the most swaggy person you could think of when you think of Swag 11. And it's Completely. weird because like I didn't really want to put Paul Pogba in the lineup, but I couldn't not. Like I no, could, he, the first person that there, came to my know? mind yeah. when I was brainstorming names for this list was Paul Pogba. And I immediately was like, no, I'll find another mid. No, you can't. No you can't. one beats it, Paul Pogba. It's not possible. It's, it's not. No. It is not possible, as they say. It is not. <laughs> it is not. So who is your uh, other midfielder then? So for my other midfielder that is not my attacking mid, I went with Connor Gallagher, someone who I think wow, okay. is really respectable in the way he plays. He's got flow, you know, the headband, the hair. He does have the, the style. You, know, you have to respect the headband move. You do. The headband yeah. is really important for some of these players. So you have to respect it with Connor Gallagher. I think he's going to struggle against Thiago Alcantara with the votes. But again, like I, I think he... I think he's got quite a fan base behind him. I don't know how well he's going to do this year at Chelsea. He's got a lot of competition in front of him. I mean, a lot to get playing mm-hmm. time. I wish that he was still at a team like Palace because then he could be a you know consistent starter every single time to develop yeah. himself and continue to grow that fan base that I'm talking about. But I think for his, his performance over this past season, obviously that's all we can really draw from. I put him in there. I think, I mean, I just respect him so much. So we're going to have to see how the votes pan out for that. But I, I respect that so much, you know, what he's been able to do and, and the way he's come onto the scene. I mean, English national team player as of, you know, six months ago, he's really just came onto the scene in an absolute storm. So it's yes. great to see. And, and we're just going to have to see how the votes pan out. Moving to my central attacking mid, we have arguably one of the most talented players ever to play the game. 
someone who this, was yeah. thought of. Do we have the same one? Possibly. We might. We yeah. might. Someone Very who possible. was thought of to be the next Lionel Messi, the next Cristiano Ronaldo. He might not have lived up to the expectations that people really thought for him. Yeah, I see you're, I see you're looking around right Let's now trying to, think, trying to think what I was uh, yeah. or who, who my player is. But he might not have lived up to those expectations. He is still considered one of the best players in the world. But, you know, with him getting a little bit older now, I think it's unlikely that he'll surpass or even catch up to the GOATs. But it is Mr. Neymar Jr. I can't leave him out of this lineup. I just can't. He it's, is like Paul Pogba. He is someone yep. who oozes class, oozes swag at all times, whether he's off the field, on the field, five-star skiller. He does it all. Scores goals. Brazilian national team player. I mean, he literally has it all. What do you I, think about that? You have the same one. I have the same one. It, you know, he, we, we speak about revolutionizing the dab. He revolutionized the five-star skiller. He did, though. Five-star skillers before Neymar were not five-star skillers. No, they weren't. You, not at all. Like, it is such a joy to watch him play. I mean, especially Dude, no, the, it, tears the come out of my eyes. It's the MSN beautiful. days, you know, it's impossible not to be entertained by anything he did. Like, whether it was the first touches, you know, embarrassing defenders with sombrero flicks or whatever he was Literally, doing. Literally, bro. Oh, my. You're like, making me reminisce right now. He, I, he was for so me, good. For me, he is probably top three. After in the Messi swag, and Ronaldo. Or... No, overall players of all it, time. Currently, yeah, of like our our generation. Yeah, I was gonna say it's um, hard to say of all time. No, but... no, no. Yeah, but he. I mean, just talk about a player that is just swag. I mean, dude, he's got the Jordan deals. He's got all of it off the field. He's got it on the field. I think Didn't he is he have probably a, like a Jordan Neymar collection. He does. I dude, mean, PSG crazy. with Jordan with Neymar. I mean. It's incredible. I think he's probably the most complete swag player we have in the 11. I mean, talk about on-field, off-field, um, media presence, everything. It's crazy. I think mad. It's all there. Mad. It's, it's undebatable. Dude, I yep. just like like you said, MSN era, when you reminisce on those times, it's just crazy. Like I yeah. I've been watching MSN games pretty frequently because that was the golden era of football for me. I know everyone was, else has their yeah. different, you know, golden era. Some people who are in a generation older than us might think it was, you know, this AC Milan and Milan days, which were obviously fantastic, but I don't have the same, you know, no, mental yeah. connection to that. So, like, when I watch MSN, it just brings me back, bro. And what Neymar would do is crazy. Some would say that it's sad to see his slight decline since then obviously he's still a phenomenal player but i don't think he's putting out this sort like the sort of the same swag as he was during 2014 15 16 but regardless he still automatically puts himself into this lineup automatically it's not even a question yeah i'm glad I, that we agree on that one because yeah. you just have to the the only way that we wouldn't agree on that one is if you put Neymar at left wing Right, that's the only way. See, I I moved him into the middle because I knew he could handle that position. Switch. That's what I'm saying. And yeah. the, like the wingers are so essential to this swag eleven team because there's so many more to choose from. Right, it if is. you move Neymar yeah. in, he's still an unreal cam, and yes. then you can pull from other wingers that might give you a different quality. Right. Yeah. Yep. All right. Who? I mean, it, it was easy. Midfield, we had two players that we agreed on, so that yeah. one was easy. Who are you going with? For your wingers, we'll go right wing, left wing, and then we'll finish it off with the striker after those. So, 
I, I hope I might expect you to have one of the same in my wingers. I think there's um, a chance. I'm well, that doesn't fill me with confidence because I think, <laughs> I think this player, this player, since the dawn of time, we've said is, you know, as far as looks, like there's nothing. Literally, better. I know there's, what you're gonna say, dude. We have the wavelengths better. right now. There's we have better. the wavelengths. I mean, it, I just super, guarantee it's the same player. Super, super Jackie Grealish. You're playing him he, at left wing. I'm playing him at left wing. I'm playing head, him at right wing. Just okay. so you know. Okay. Headband, slicked back hair, shin guards down to almost the ankles, showing off the huge calves. Oh my gosh. Long sleeve. I mean, what a legend. What an absolute legend. You talk about Neymar being the most complete swag player. I don't think Neymar even has the on field swag just based no, on it's, appearance. It, it, it's it, the appearance unreal. goes to Jack Grealish. He's got the swag. It Maybe has not the to. driving abilities. Obviously, no. Jack's gotten himself into some trouble with his driving abilities. <laughs> Maybe not the actual skills that he pulls out yeah. in game. I don't think I've ever seen Jack Grealish sombrero flick a player before, and I not don't think quite. I ever no. will. No, no. <laughs> but he does have the appearance like no one else. Like You're he like, just this looks guy, like a baller. Yeah, absolute like, baller. And I think he doesn't even live up to how much he looks like so swaggy compared to his performances dude I'm, it's I'm not gonna lie i'm releasing this online i have a man crush on jack Grealish. <laughs> like i just do bro he's a beast it's, it's impossible to live up to your footballing level when you have the looks like that yeah you know like he tries and he's tried pretty well he is great footballer yeah he, he tries I mean, he tries to be as good as how he looks on the field but dude but like any lady what a player done, what a player done what a player done he any is man, any, man. <laughs> any man any man as we've realized <laughs> <laughs> yeah exactly dude um, what a class lad what a so, what so we'll that's do, one of yours right we'll we'll have jackie grealish guaranteed in the lineup we don't know if he's playing right or left wing yet we're proud yeah. we're gonna have different other wingers right mine's gonna be a left winger yours is gonna be a right winger and then we'll compare those two in the instagram poll so i'll go first on this one my player is playing left wing. He's a, a he's my second Real Madrid player in this lineup. It is Vinicius Jr. I think he's an absolute classy player. He's got the skills. He's got the flair. He's got the speed. He's got the off-field swagger. You know, you see him in the off-season wearing the Miami Heat basketball jerseys, playing basketball with like Marco Asensio. It's what you love it's to great. see from these lads. And so you got to, in my opinion, I had to give him a spot in the Swag Eleven especially the way that he's sort of come into the scene over the past year with that Real Madrid team, really making yep. his name known, in my opinion, the most promising Brazil player at the moment. Yeah, I mean, I really like that pick. I personally, I don't think he makes it in my team. There was another Real Madrid player. Though. Yeah, there's another Real Madrid player that almost made my team as well in the forward options. Oh, um, I, I know who you might be thinking. Yeah, I, you know, I we haven't gotten there yet. He's quite interchangeable with the player I went for for striker, but we'll get there. Um, my player at right wing is someone who I followed on Instagram for a while, so you know I am actually following his media presence quite closely. The fits so you are have there. That, you have that connection, the internal connection with him. You know, yeah. over the, the years, you've seen there. the developments. 
the fits are there. You know, the trim is there. The trim. I, I forgot mean, to mention that at the beginning of the episode. The trim is so massive. Tri- trim is huge. It's 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 huge. essential. It's huge. I. So I went for this man, because. It's the fits. You know, it's also he's young, which we talked about age. I think he'll even get more swaggy, especially seeing how maybe this World Cup run um, helps him. But I went with Tim Weah as that's a right really winger. good shout. That's a re- I I was debating Tim as well. Phenomenal Tim, great, shout. Great shout for me. I mean, you just have to say it. I mean, he's the fits he's online. Got class. Are he's the best USMNT for swag. Hundred percent. One thing that kind of hurt our feelings is he did post on Instagram a couple (laughs) weeks ago. He said, "Please stop hitting me up for podcast interviews. I will not be doing those." It wasn't a a great shout. We we personally did not. Yeah, we personally did not. We barely ever get rejected. Like it's not. It doesn't exist in the Cog Weekly. You know. But sort of. It was. It was hard to see because it's like, well, he would be great. Yeah, we would. He'd be great chat. But Tim, if you're listening, that's your hint. You can yeah, reach he, out to us. Yeah, he he makes he makes my uh, right wing position beating out a lot of other very you know valuable wingers. As we said, Swag's probably the highest in these winger positions. But I'm happy with those two choices. Um, should we move on to striker then? Yeah, it'll be in the Instagram. It'll be Vinicius versus your boy. So yeah. we're just gonna have to see you know who who comes out on top there. It, it's he, gonna be a close one. It's going to be a close one. And I mean, USMNT fans, we probably have a, a large majority that follow our podcast, are US citizens. So Tim will have a leg up there with the sort of homegrown aspect, although he wasn't necessarily homegrown. Um, but yeah, I, I, I'm really interested to see how that pans out. Moving to the striker, you can go first. I want to hear okay. yours. I think you're going high profile, a little bit different than me, but I'm excited to hear. I'm going with a striker who has similar shin guard style to Grealish, um, which, you know, that might that's not quite a giveaway because I think it's growing more into the game at this point. But Oh, I know who you're going um, with. I think I also, know who- He's also um, released hits such as Fallback, No Love, and Heavy Stepper. <laughs> um, he's got a bit of a musical career himself, uh, which, you know, it just... I mean, I'm looking at the thumbnails of these music videos of his rap songs. He's standing in front of an all-red <laughs> private jet. Um, and he, it's, Dude, it's I don't know who this is. I'm dying, though. <laughs> no, I mean, he is just... When you hear him, it's like, okay, he might be cemented in, you know, history of swag, which I think he's an underrated swag player, but See, I'm got... I, I, does it start with an M for his first name? It is Memphis Depay. See, I, I was thinking it, the M was going to narrow it down to two players. One, Mario Balotelli. Okay. Two, Memphis Depay. No, I Memphis mean, is a class pick. Super Memphis, good pick. Memphis Depay, rap career, footballing career, fits, you know, Dude, all that you need. All. The he's lion such a tattoo. No, all you the need lion, to mention yep. is the lion tattoo. I Scaling mean, his entire back. Yep. Like that's what a class. way! What a way to lead the front line. What a player oh to gosh. lead the front line. I'm excited to see who you pick, but dude, I think he is debatably the swaggiest player you could have in that position. Th- I'm just gonna say right now, like I'm gonna just throw it out there. You're taking a goal kick. 
You've got the luscious locks of Ochoa flying around. Oh, wow. He plays it to Zhao Cancelo, who then travels it to Neymar, <laughs> who sombrero flicks it to yep. Memphis Depay, who then scores, takes his shirt off, and shows the lion tattoo to the whole yep. crowd. Is that not the swaggiest moment in all of football? You can't write it up. <laughs> That's you outrageous. You can't script it better. No. <laughs> That's insane. No. Dude, I'm creating that in FIFA Ultimate Team. Like, yeah, now. I am going you immediately after this episode to create that. 100%. Yep. Yep. My my striker is not Memphis Depay, and it's not Mario Balotelli, and it's not Karim Benzema. So, three players that we've sort of mentioned. We kind of mentioned Karim Benzema earlier with the striker position. Um, mine is someone who we have already talked about on the channel with season four having happened. We did an interview with Alessandro DeVite. If you haven't seen it, go check it out. He was a match analyst for AS Roma and he got to be on the party bus with Roma. I see you're, I see you're nodding right now as you are starting to understand who I'm going to pick. Yep. He was Not, on the party yeah. bus with AS Roma while they were celebrating their win of the Europa Conference League for the first ever Europa Conference League season. And we talked to him about who partied the best on the bus and off the bus. And he said Tammy Abraham was the best partier. And I didn't even need that bit of evidence to put him into my swag 11. I already knew Tammy was a very swag player. You know, he, he has the class on the field, off the field. He seems like quite the swag player. But once I heard that about his partying and his ability to, you know, get the team going before the I mean, he even said before the game, he's getting everyone going. After the game, he celebrates the best. So after hearing that, it solidified the pick for me. So Tammy Abraham is my striker. We've got two really good teams here. You know, I, I think both yeah. are respectable. Maybe the most, most controversial pick would be Adair Militao. I think... At least that's I what I've, so. I've heard from you. I think, I, think saying, so. I, I back the people to, you know, vote for him. Real Madrid's such a big team. It's not always about the swag. You got to go like for these votes, people are going to vote for who they like. Right. Yeah. And yeah. No, they I like agree. their team. Right. Yeah. So he's still got a chance because he's a Real Madrid player. We'll have to set out some ground rules before we put the votes out to be like, you're not voting on skill. Yeah, no, there's going to be a description. Yeah, like, it, there should be. M- mostly, you should just listen to the podcast and then vote, because then you're getting the true like reasons why we had these players in the lineup. If you're just voting before you listen to the podcast, or you're not listening, well, why would you not be listening to the podcast in the first place? No. But if you're just voting before you listen to the podcast, it's not going to go as well. Um, so it, we'll make yeah. sure to say listen to the podcast and then vote in the Instagram post. But we've got two really, really solid teams. The only way to finish these teams, though, you can't really have two groups of 11 people play if they're not being coached and if they're not wearing uniforms. It's not possible. I mean, it's, it's like not. pickup at that point, and you're not really yeah. playing in a big game. So no. we got to get the coach out. We do. So let's start with coach, and then we'll get uniform. The uniform's sort of the way you tie it off, you know, how you look I agree. on the field. I agree. But who is your coach? Your manager, should I say? Your gaffer. So my coach. The man in the front office. Um... So at first, I, I, there are many names. Um, one that kept coming back to me was Pep, but only because of the style of play. Um, I don't think he has the swag there as a, um, as a human, as a person. You know, I think it's more his tactical style um, that does bring out the swag. But a prodigy of Pep Guardiola is who I went with. It's Mikel Arteta. Oh, the Lego character. The Lego is I, here. <laughs> I mean, his fits are incredible. Dude, they are. No, he was, he was in the running. 100% he was yeah. in the running. 
he's he's a great manager. He's proven that with how you know patient he's been with that Arsenal side and building them up, and it's showing now. And he does bring the fits out. He does a good job. <clears throat> and overall, I think that's a great pick. You know, a, a yeah. predecessor of Young Pep as well. Guardiola, as they say, yeah. is that what predecessor is? I think, I think so. so. Yeah, think I'm so, pretty yeah. sure. You know, I use these big words on the podcast. It, it, they just it, come to me. You let them out and, you know, you see what happens, right? Yeah, you, yeah. you just let them go and then the people <laughs> yeah. can make of them what they want. Um, yeah. But yeah, he was in the running for me. So was Pep. So was Greg Berhalter with his back, wow. b- okay. back passes. Yeah. <clears throat> and his That's a great shot. Yeah. The eventual player, that, or coach, should I say. He wasn't <laughs> a player. Um, but the eventual manager, gaffer, coach that I went with was Sinisa Mihalovic. And he's the coach uh, or the manager of Bologna in the Serie A. Wow, wow. Dude, no, this guy, okay, Where'd I can't show him out? on the podcast. You guys are listening, so I literally can't show you, yeah. which I apologize about. But, and even if you're watching on YouTube, you can just click off of this and go look up Sinisa Mihalovic. There's a J in there. It's like Mihajlovic. Um, He had this one fit where he was wearing like turquoise, white, and red Air Jordans. And then this like super nice suit, but underneath the suit jacket was like a navy sweater. And then he had like a red like handkerchief in the suit. And then on his head, do you know those hats that are like, they're like uh, corduroy and they are circular and they have a tiny little lid on the front of them. I don't know what they're called. Do you know what I'm talking Mm. about? Yeah, I can yeah. picture it. Yeah. yeah, and it was like plaid. And dude, this is the sickest wow. fit I've ever seen a manager wow. wear. Like I swear. This was uh, to a game. It, oh my gosh, dude. I'll this send it to you the, afterwards. He was on the sidelines. Oh yeah. This. Oh, it was wow. so sick. Dude. That is um, crazy. It, it was an outrageous fit. Uh, and I just had to choose him because that. I'll send it to you after the pod. And then when we do the votes, so you guys, when you guys vote for the, the manager, I'll have the picture on the, yeah. you know, on, on the story. We'll have that for all the players as well. Like, yeah. Maybe so you'll be able to them. see, um, you know, his fit that he wore to the game. But it's not like a well-known manager to say the least, like in the United States, we're not going to probably know the manager of Bologna or any other lower level Serie A sides as it's like relatively like low coverage over here, but it's a sick fit. So I had to put him in there. So we'll just have to see what the public decides on that one. But great shout as well from you with Mikel Arteta. He's my manager, swag manager for the Premier League. hundred percent. Yeah. So I think that's a good shout. Lastly, I think we're going to have the same exact pick. For what our team is wearing. Really? I do. And okay. I say this because if you're following Class and Grass Media on Instagram, okay, you will so know yes, we do have the same. <laughs> a post went out yeah. about two or three weeks ago, maybe a little yeah. less, maybe a little more. Don't exactly remember. But no. it was made by Mac. He runs that Instagram. And uh, it was showing their kits for this season and last season and then like an throughout the years yeah yeah and they just have phenomenal kid design. i mean you can't beat it i i have to you say cannot. before i decided on venezia i should i'm just i just dropped it but before i decided mine on as well venezia i was you, thinking unanimous. about bournemouth for this season <laughs> But, like, give it a shout. They have a decent no, kit for the 20th. No, no, not the home one. Not the home one. The away one. So, like, if you look at the away kit, Bournemouth 2022-23, it's, like, turquoise-ish. It's pretty cool. It's, it's not bad. It's, okay. like, Brighton's turquoise one, but it looks much better. 
Okay. Um, I, I really rate it. So uh, that was going to be my pick, but then I realized I was like, I can't not go with Venezia. No, I mean... It's you, classic. I So I would have gone with Man City's... I think it's their away jersey this year, the black and red. Just looks so nice. I think that's my kit of the year overall, but it's not a swaggy kit. No, it's not. Venezia, it's a nice kit, but it's not Venezia a swaggy Venezia has literal gold like Dude, it's so highlights. Sick. It's I so mean, sick. Their their kid is always unreal, and their whole club, like the whole environment. I mean, their stadium like, is in Venice. They got relegated, but who cares? Like, dude, they no have one. sick jerseys. <laughs> dude, <laughs> but, tell that to Venezia owners. They, you guys yeah. got relegated, but who cares? You have sick jerseys. Doesn't like, matter. No honestly. one cares. Um, no, but dude, their whole club is so so sick. I I rate it, it so much. Like, it's in Venice, which is already a great city you know never been there but i really want to go it's on the bucket list <laughs> great want, city I, no it, dude but you can't no it is it's, it is. it's like, an it's, iconic it's, it's iconic. iconic and their stadium yeah. is super cool like i've seen pictures yeah of no it. their stadium is really nice two usmnt players that were on the roster last year playing there or like future usmnt players so you know we have the connection as well so you couldn't not go with it and, I mean, that concludes a phenomenal Swag 11 for the 2022-23 season for season four of the Cog Weekly podcast. It's awesome to do Swag 11, bro. Swag 11 is, like, one That's of my great. favorite episodes. It's the most passionate we've been. Dude, life. it's... It, no, but the passion oozes when we talk about the swag. I mean, it, it's hard not to be it's, excited dude, when you're talking about this. When you're talking about Sinisa yeah. Mihalovic, yeah. the passion comes out. Regardless, <laughs> it always yes. comes out. I mean, it's it's the it's definitely one of my favorites. We we have to it get is, more. If you is. guys are listening and you want like other debates like this, we're planning to do a lot of these throughout the year. So if you have an idea that you want us to do, just send us a DM, send us an email, whatever way of contacting us you have. Let us know, and then we will try. And if it you know makes the list, obviously if there's too many, we won't be able to get to them. But we will try to get it in a podcast because you know it, we want good ideas, and sometimes the best way to get those is from the people listening. Um, so yeah, that concludes the swag 11. Now we have to do the trademark, you know, the, the usual at the end of the episode. Now, the usual, Hassani yeah. of the week and predictions. So do you want to start us off with the Hassani of the week contenders? I can indeed. So kind of an unusual, a unique, uh, week here. We have two players from the same game. Um, I don't first know if that's game. ever happened. I don't. Might be a Probably first. not. Yeah, it might honestly, be a first. But First player is Usman Dembele, who is quite the swaggy player himself. Nah, he's um, a good shout for the swag. Scored level. a brace. Two goals. Incredible. I mean, it shows that he's a five-star weak foot player. Dude. Because oh he cut gosh. in, cut out, cut in, cut out. Finished on his right and then finished on his left as well for two goals against Juventus. Um, Freaking incredible unreal player. Unreal yeah. player. And he went to sleep twice during the game. You know how he did the curry. that he is? He did the Steph Curry. Dude, and he did it on both sides. First time, yep. this is preseason match, by the way. By <laughs> the he, way. <laughs> he scored, and the first time he did uh, Steph Curry on the right side of his head, second time he did Steph Curry on the left side of his head. So he went to sleep twice throughout a game. I mean, that's swaggy itself. It belongs in this episode. It's almost like it was no, you know, it, made to be. It was but made to be. It, yeah, I mean, it, it was a really good two goals, a really good brace. Like you said, he's just... Sometimes I don't... When I watch Usman Dembele, I don't even know... If he's trying to cut, sometimes I think he takes a bad touch, but then he's so quick and so, so agile quick. that so he just quick. makes it look like a cut. Like, I yeah. don't even know how he does it, but yeah. it ends up with a goal. Like, it honestly, that was vintage Dortmund's Usman Dembele that we were watching in that game. And I really hope we get that during 
the Barca 2022-23 campaign. Yes. Because obviously in the past couple seasons, he's had injury problems that have prevented him from getting into his form fully or you know other things or issues that he's had to deal with regarding the team. So hopefully he's able to come back to full potential and produce like that throughout the entire season for Barca. The second player that we have in contention for the Hassani of the Week is Moise Keane, who also had a brace in that same game. Two goals that weren't quite as good. They were both tap-ins, but he did do the gritty twice. It's We're having a, a theme of swag players in the Hassani of the Week for the Swag 11 episode, which is great. But he did the gritty twice. Kind of an interesting decision after tap-ins in a preseason game, but we respect it. But you have to stay committed to your celebration, you which do. he did. I mean, no matter the competition, he will gritty, and he will... <laughs> He will. In the pickup against the U12s, he is grittying. <laughs> no, he will. I mean, it's great to see. his. Yeah, like you said, his two goals were probably um, lower quality than Dembele, but the build-up play from Juventus was quite impressive, um, I will say. I mean, they put it on a platter for him twice. Uh, but the final player is from a game that we predicted last week. We did, indeed. It is uh, Daniel Vitiello. Who had eight, save, eight saves for incredible number. Sacramento Republic in the U.S. Open Cup semifinal versus Sporting Kansas City. Who would have thought they would make the final of the U.S. Open Cup? Dude, I literally said live last podcast that I am choosing Sac Republic because I need to go with the same pick as you for the third one for predictions. Yeah. I said I am losing a point yeah. here so that I can gain points on the, on the next one. And somehow they won. I don't know what happened with my luck because last season I was in the gutter with my predictions, but it's something turned happened around. Yep, and completely. Dude, absolutely turned around and I'm looking really good this year. But yeah, Daniel Vitiello with a really good performance. Great from Sac Republic to advance. You're in the U.S. Open Cup final now. And if they can, ju- I mean, it's one game of football. Anything can happen. I believe it's they play Orlando. Like, yeah, something I'm like pretty that. Sure, we, so. we have a personal connection with it we should mention that after the after we finish with these two because Maybe, that was yeah. pretty cool that um, was funny it was pretty funny but uh yeah they play i think orlando in the final and it's one yeah. game of football right like it, they've got on, it. it i think they you, have it anyone can win in one game of football when you're looking at a full season it's really hard if you don't have the squad depth or the team because consistency is much harder to retain but you just got to show up once and you can make history winning in mm. a U.S. Open Cup in an American league system, an American soccer pyramid that is so corrupt. You know how crazy that would be? Like unreal It would be stuff. inspirational. I don't know the last time a non-MLS team has won dude, the I have U.S. No Open idea. Cup, let alone got to the finals. So. Yeah, it's crazy, dude. It's so cool. So I'm really looking forward to actually watching that game. Obviously, I haven't followed the U.S. Open Cup, like most people, super closely because it's not highly regarded competition in the U.S., but I'm really looking forward to watching that game specifically because there could be a monumental moment in the U.S. Open Cup's history. So just make sure you mark that in your calendar so you guys can watch it as well. But without further ado, who do you think wins the Hassani of the Week for this episode? I'm going to go with Vitiello, personally. I think we have had some goalkeepers in the past, um, Kelleher and others, who have had big performances. Eight saves is quite impressive for a goalie. Usually there's not even eight shots in general um, that they face sometimes in games, but to have eight shots on target, let zero in, and then go on and win in penalties when you're not favored, I think that is an inspirational performance that probably boosted them to that win. 
I 100% agree. Like, yeah. totally. Daniel Vitiello definitely wins the Sasani of the Week for me. Like you said, it's just inspirational. It's a cool it moment it's in just U.S. A, soccer history. Such a good story. I mean, it, it you can gritty all you want. Keen. <laughs> I don't think you're making the U.S. Open Nah, boys definitely doesn't. Usman had a yeah. shout, right? He had two really good goals. Yeah. But the occasion always beats out the quality yeah. of your performance. You know, you could score five goals in an international club friendly, but if you're scoring in, I know this, the, the U S open cup isn't the most prestigious of competitions when you're looking all around the world, but it's about the occasion. And when you're scoring in a U.S. open cup semifinal as a second division team, or you're not scoring, you're advancing, should I say um, it, it means a lot. So especially to those players, especially the U S fans and U S soccer so congratulations, Daniel Vitiello, for winning the Hassani of the Week for Season 4, Episode 6. We will make sure to post that on our Instagram and put it in the HOTW highlight as well. So you're in there pretty much forever, which is awesome. Um, and what without, ranking are you thinking? Oh, yeah. Dude, I, did I... You're always I forgetting almost, the dude, ranking. I almost forget yeah. it again. That's crazy. Dude, I, I'm now. like... I'm out of here with my rankings right now my you're such ranking, a pre- your predictions guy now dude i love because, the predi- well it yeah. shows with my high, it shows with my record yeah. this season you know yeah. it, it does you can't lie you can't it lie does. It does. but my uh rating that i'm thinking out of 10 for anyone who's new and listening would be a hmm given the occasion i'm giving him a 7.5 see Just i was gonna say money. a 7.6 so 7.55 it is there it is, yeah. Daniel Vitiello, 7.55 HLTW, Season 4, Episode 6. Now with the predictions. You last week had, you went 2-1, correct? Uh, I did. Yeah, I did go so, you, I mean, the only thing that we differed on last week was the Sac Republic game, and I got really lucky with that one. Very so, lucky. <laughs> like, you could not have guessed that even if you, no. like, went with all of your cards just going the other direction. But, like, yeah, it, no. it's just, I don't even know how it happened. But you went two and one on season four. You're five and seven now, and all time, you're thirty three and thirty. With an zero and three this next week, you could be even, which is big for me. So, yeah, these games really matter. As you guys can see on screen, we're predicting three matches. Um, I'll just read them out, and then you can go with your predictions. So the first one is Huddersfield Town versus Burnley in the first EFL Championship game of the EFL Championship season. The second one is Liverpool versus Manchester City. And the first sort of official big game that actually matters in terms of trophies or, you know, regular season in, you know, Premier League level teams or quality teams, which is uh, the, what the Community Shield is. I think it's FA Cup versus Carabao Cup, if I'm correct. Uh um, or Premier League or It's FA like, Cup. Le- yeah, I think it's League winner versus FA Cup. Yeah, it's, it's one of those. Yeah. Um, and so that, that game is taking place. And then the next one is... Tottenham versus Roma. It's the Jose Mourinho derby. So yes. starting out with you, what do you think for the first game? Um, so Huddersfield Town, they, I believe they made the playoffs last season. Um, they didn't quite make it, but uh, obviously they didn't get promoted. Burnley relegated. Dwight McNeil is off to Everton. Probably their best player. Also Tarkovsky left. I don't really see Burnley really doing anything. I could see him going down again doing a double there which would be uh not really what they wanted but i'm going with a huddersfield town season opener win at home i you know aaron moyes former club which you know <laughs> you love to see it, aaron moyes a, a fan legend. favorite yeah he's he a is. fan favorite i mean he was he a legend is. at brighton legend at huddersfield town yeah. the bald head graced the premier league with absolute excellence 
He did. So he, he's a class player. And you got to respect Huddersfield Town. You, you just do. do. It's, it's required. And with that, I will also be going with Huddersfield Town. I, I seem to be copying you a little bit more this season than I did last season, trying to take a new approach yeah, to the predictions. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, but I, I, I rate Huddersfield Town, like you said, worried a bit for Burnley and how they're going to do in the championship this season. So we're going to have to see. But yeah, Huddersfield Town for me. The next game, Liverpool versus Man City. I will go with... On this one, I'm going to go Liverpool. I just, I, here's the main reason that I'm going to say that. I, I rate Liverpool for this season. I think Man City have an overall more solid squad in their first team, but I was thinking today, and I just wanted to get this out, um, that I worry for Man City's title push this season because of their squad depth being so much lower. You know, with that outside pack position, Zinchenko being gone now, with uh, Gabriel Jesus being gone now, I mean, you take one injury to a striker, you lose Sterling's one. gone. Who's gonna, yeah, who's going to be up top? Sterling gone now, like you said. I mean, they have a lot less squad depth. They still have a lot, but they have a lot less, so I'm a little bit worried about their title push this season. That actually doesn't affect the first game competitively that they play in the season, but I'm still going with Liverpool in general, because yeah. I, that's just what I feel. You know, when you feel it in in the bones, in the minds, you just got to go with it. Yeah, I I'm going to go with Liverpool as well, but for a different a different reason. I think Liverpool have always had Man City's number when it's a different competition than the Premier League. Okay. Because it seems like in the Premier League, Manchester City, as we've seen, have won more league titles when Liverpool are just like one step behind. But whenever they meet in like Champions League or FA Cup or any of this, like I think Klopp knows how to get the most out of his players in these bigger games, especially against Man City. And I think they will pull this one off because it is, you know, silverware, whatever. It is yeah. one. It, it's a final. It is. It's a final, whatever. Man City haven't been your, to a, fi- uh, a final. Treble right? or double push right or no it is count as a trophy and yeah. you know i man city haven't really been in a lot of finals which is crazy to say in the past no, couple of years they're winning leagues but they're not in the champions league finals as liverpool have been um so i'm gonna go with liverpool on this one and then finally tottenham versus roma as you said jose Mourinho managed both teams he manages roma now roma recently picked up paulo dybala Tottenham looking very strong under Antonio Conte with a very good transfer window um, this summer, but this one we have to do differently. So we do, I'm... and you get to go first, which gives you the upper hand. I know who I would pick regardless, so I'll say if I have to go differently, but you, you choose first. I'm going to go with Roma. <clears throat> I was going to pick Roma really? as well. <sighs> I was going to go Roma because I thought you were going to go Tottenham because that might be an obvious pick. Just because everyone's betting on Tottenham to be top three, at least. I, I respect think. Roma a lot now. I do, too. Yeah, exactly. I, I really like Roma as a team. Jose Mourinho, it's hard to bet against. Um, yeah. Even though it's a club friendly, I think. I mean, you saw, have you seen that video this season? There's a different club friendly. And he was like yelling at the fourth official and like. What? About something. He was going crazy. Like it was like some like Syria match. But it was, <laughs> He was just going crazy at the ref. I didn't and see his, that, bro. I didn't see his player. that. Yeah. No, you so send he's, that to me after. I want to I see that video. He's always got it turned on, even if it's club friendly. And I think I think Roma will win this one. Yeah, I, I agree. But I'm going to have to... You could go draw. Tottenham. Do you want to go draw? Ooh, to be fair. To be fair. No, I'm going to go Tottenham. 
Tottenham. Okay. Yeah. When again, when you feel it in the bones. Yeah, I was put in a situation. Yeah. I felt it in the bones. I went with Tottenham. It's it's how we do it in the Lenny. Okay. In, in the Lenny house over here. Yeah. And so we're just gonna have to see how it goes. See how Tottenham perform. Uh, you know, Kulisevsky playing against his former league. You could say not his former team, but his former league. <laughs> I, would, I didn't know where you're going with that. <laughs> yeah, I couldn't say former team, but you got to find the connection yeah, yeah. there. I mean, it yeah, is yeah. you know similar play style. No, it's there. Around, it's there. Around Italy. Yeah. Um, and you know, with my record being seven and five in season four and me having gone three and zero last week, I'm confident with my predictions for this week. You never know. It's, it's always a toss up, but I'm confident. So we will have to see how those pan out before we close. I just wanted to say on the pod because it's taken off of TikTok now. So people can't see it anymore. Um, but so we had a TikTok that went out. If you don't follow us on TikTok, go do that. It's the class on grass media. media. Um, and, uh, we had a video go out where we were talking about like, Oh, was the U S youth national team U 20 drinking after they won the CONCACAF in Honduras. And it got like quite a few likes and people were talking about it and commenting about it. And then one of the players, Michael holiday, who plays for (laughs) Orlando city, uh, duetted it or like one of his friends duetted it. And then he was in it. And he was like, no, we weren't drinking. So <laughs> we, hopefully we can get like a collab with him. They took it down, so we're not sure what they're thinking about that. But he did duet it, so we saw it. Maybe, uh, maybe, maybe we'll get a Maybe he got caught him. in a lie. You never know. Oh, to uh, be fair. Yeah. To be fair, that would be crazy. We'll, we'll have to see. Maybe we'll reach maybe, out. Maybe we'll get him on the pod for you guys. Yeah. We don't know. You know, you never know what's going to happen with interviews. But maybe we'll get him on the pod and be able to talk about that. So just be on the lookout for that. Otherwise, we will be back next week with another podcast. It's a mystery what we're going to be doing for you guys. It is. But um, it's going to be a good one. We're really excited for it next week. And we hope you enjoyed the Swag 11, which is, you know, always one of our favorite episodes to do. So we hope you, you know, enjoy the rest of the games throughout this coming week, the games that we predicted. Maybe you can watch them and see if we got them right or wrong. Keeping tabs on, on what we're doing there with those predictions. And until next week... Have a great time and peace.